morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 16th day of June, 2020. It is a Tuesday. My name is Nick. Hey, there's Big J right over there. Here I am. Big J, your thoughts, please. I'm ready for Tuesday. And what do you have to be ready for? I'm uh, going to be doing a tasting there at the Flying Pie on Broadway, getting nice. ready for habanero season. That's right. Excited? Yeah, and wake up my bowels. Or oh, are they sleeping? Well, yeah, you you always sleep in the in the off season. So your bowels are never truly awake until habanero season, right? And then they do they wake up screaming? Yes, yes, they do for help. <laughs> Please don't do this to me. Uh, there are many versions of the habanero pizza you can have. Which one are you going to partake in? I just I just want to enjoy it. So I'm gonna go with the single. Single, probably. But uh, the way they did this last year is a little different. It's kind of like, um, well, I mean, and it might be even different now because of COVID-19. So I guess I probably shouldn't, you know, they, there was more of a, I don't want to say buffet style, but, you know, you could have a little bit of this and that. Yeah. So we'll see how this happens. It goes down today. But you know, Get uh, ready for Habanero season, pals. It officially starts next week for the uh, Treasure Valley. We're going to be doing some cool things with the Flying Pie about it. But they do say that if you aren't a fan of the super spiciness, that the early is the time to go. Because later on in the season, then the, the habaneros right. have been aged and then the barrel, and sometimes they have a sense, a tendency to be a little bit hotter. Oh, man. Or at least that is what the good people of the Flying Pie told I, us. I do, though. Here's the thing. I am, I really, of all the hot peppers, and there's quite a few, the habanero to me has got the best flavor. So I, I enjoy the flavor of the habanero. So... You're going to enjoy it a little bit later on Not today. Just the heat. That is for sure. On top of that, we have some streaming dumbass that we have to get to today. Hopefully, get somebody qualified for a little thing called the X's Stuck at Home Stimulus Package that we're going to be giving away on Friday. We're going to play Gospel of Total Crap right around 7:40 or so, and a whole lot of other fun to get to over the course of the show today, including some important stuff. But we have music as well, so why don't we play that to get your morning started? This is Allison Chains. It's Angry Chair. It's the morning after. With Nick and Big J, CX Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you have college students living at the house. Yeah, man. They doing their schoolwork? You keep up on that, or because they're in college, you've washed your hands? Um, I mean, I, I kind of wash my hands, but I know that they do work on school, so. Like, you come in, hey, what are you doing? Homework. But it's not like I'm going, you doing your homework? Gotcha. Very big difference, huh? Yeah. New study from University of College London finds that 2.3 million children, or one in five, are hardly doing any schoolwork during lockdown. Nationally, kids are spending an average of about 2.5 hours a day on schoolwork. That's around half of what was previously thought. Apparently, uh, people are not happy about that particular number. They say that they got to get the kids learning again, Big J. Particularly the younger ones. They're missing out on the important parts of their lives and... They're damaging their life chances in a huge way if they're not learning a little bit more than what's going on right now. While I I believe that that can be an issue in the long run, especially in places where the education isn't exactly important, I will say that we're all, I think, dealing with this in knee-jerk ways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, the plan was to have everybody at home for the school year. Right. I would say the kids are getting a better education right now just seeing how important it is that they know stuff and know how to do things because, uh, you know, um, there's a lot of people that don't have a job. 
yeah, hopefully the ability to be multifaceted has come through. And, you know, uh, you have to know a little bit and be educated about that kind of stuff. So, I, I mean, I don't know. It's probably hard to, to, to tell the 10-year-old that's at home that. But if you understand what's going on and hopefully are dealing with this the best of your abilities, the schoolwork will increase. Things will get back to whatever we call normal. And when it comes to school, probably not by the fall of next year, but who knows. The reality of the situation is I think that school districts are dealt uh, a crazy hand when it came to this stuff. Maybe more so than a lot of other places. Yeah. And they're trying to figure it out just as much as we are. And so in order to get everybody to pay attention and do the things they need to do, they're figuring out as they go as well. And there are trials and there are errors and there is all sorts of stuff. So while, yes, education is incredibly important, I can understand why it's been 2.5 hours a day because everybody's just kind of like, what do we do? What? Big J players from the Dallas Cowboys in Houston, Texas have tested positive for the coronavirus. One of them is Ezekiel Elliott. The news, without specifying Elliott or any other player, was first reported yesterday by the NFL Network. And soon after that, he reported that Elliott's agent confirmed that Elliott was one of them and that he was, quote, feeling good. Uh, he was not happy with the news going public, however. Uh, and so uh, he, he was on Twitter talking about how, you know, they're not sure exactly how the word got out. But he's like, hey, man, what about HIPAA? People aren't supposed to know that kind of stuff. But who knows? Who knows how people found out that it happened? But it's happening. And that's a reality. And it's probably something that's going to be casting a shadow over the NFL season, like it or not. Speaking of the NFL, Big J, your favorite head coach got a contract extension yesterday. Kyle Shanahan is sticking with the 49ers. Six-year contract to the team on Monday. 49ers had already had three years remaining on his contract, but he is getting replaced. So now he's under contract through 2025. Shanahan, of course. He lost so impressively, they had to pay him more money. Led the 49ers to the Super Bowl this February in his third season. Chiefs beat him 31-20, and he is ready for revenge. Big J, agree or disagree? (laughs) Yep. Probably shouldn't surprise anybody, but for the fourth time in history, the Oscars have been postponed due to the coronavirus. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced yesterday that the 93rd Academy Award telecast has been postponed by two months. It was supposed to happen on February 28th of next year. Now it'll happen April 25th in 2021. Uh, The reason? Well, it's pretty self-explanatory, Big J. There just aren't any movies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They they don't have the, the, the net that they have usually cast about it. So everything is being pushed. The voting, the windows for availability and nominations and all sorts of stuff. And so there's plenty more movies that will be coming and they'll have an opportunity to do it they're still not exactly sure of the format either that's supposed to happen they don't know if they're gonna have a host or if they like the hostless format so there's a lot of questions just know they have until april now to answer them not february streaming dumbass on the morning after with nick and big j every single tuesday we dig into the depths of a bunch of streaming networks to try to find movies that maybe Big J hasn't seen in his personal or professional life. And if we find three, it's a damn miracle. And we take that miracle and we strip away the stars, the director of the studio that brought you crap, and we're left with just something called a brief plot description. Based on that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a short but stout 24-hour period. Big J, are you ready? I'm ready. 
No real theme today, Big G. I'm sorry, I can't tie any kind of string together. Darn. Uh, movie number one. In the not-too-distant future, as the final response to crime and terrorism, the U.S. government plans to broadcast a signal that makes it impossible for anyone to knowingly commit unlawful acts. Of course, it does not go as planned. Movie number two. When a dysfunctional group of unpublished writers accept a new author into their fold, the last thing they expect is for that author to be an overnight success. But that's exactly what happened. Can these lovable misfits achieve their artistic dreams and avoid killing one another in the process? Question mark? <laughs> and movie number three. Career con artist Roy Courtney can hardly believe his luck when he meets a well-to-do widow online. As the widow opens her life and home to him, Roy is surprised to find himself actually caring about her turning what should be a cut-and-dry swindle into the most treacherous tightrope walk of his life. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Because... Uh, movie number one, it's just, listen, there's enough unrest in real life. I don't need to, to see it. And, uh... Oh, it's the end of unrest. Oh, yeah, so they say. Um, I'm going to go with movie number two. Movie number two it is. You passed up movie number, no reason for new, no number to three? Yeah, number three, yeah, I don't like tightrope walking. I see. Uh, movie number one was called The Last Days of American Crime. It is a Netflix original film starring Edgar Ramirez and Michael Pitt. You passed on that. You also passed on an HBO movie called The Good Liar starring Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen, two of the best actors of any generation. You will be watching the romantic comedy Authors Anonymous from the year 2004 starring Chris Jeez. Klein from American Pie and uh, before she was on the show, Kaylee Coco, DJ, of I mean, The Big Bang Theory. That's a long time ago. Yeah, well... Guess what? That's what you picked. It seemed to strike a chord with you. So, Authors Anonymous on Amazon Prime is the movie that Big J will be watching tonight. You can watch it as well if you're so inclined. And Big J will give you a movie review, let you know if it's worth your time around this time tomorrow. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I don't want to get people too excited or uh, on the flip side of that too worried, but we have shows on the schedule. What? Yeah, yeah. In conjunction with Live Nation, the Revolution Center has scheduled what they're calling a cabaret series. It is a five-series shows in a bunch of different things. It is uh, big, the, uh, the concert house is going to reopen next month with protocols that follow state and federal COVID-19 guidelines, for those of you that are worried. Basically, what's going to happen is they're going to open up to about 30% capacity and uh, have well-spaced tables kind of and seated only kind of sitting for the shows with four seats sold as a package for the tables and that's how it's going to go so it'll have a maximum capacity of about 650 people okay and they've got some concerts and other events that are going to be headlining what they're calling this cabaret series it's bookended by a couple of cover bands uh, one in July that's going to kick it off called Strange Love, which is a Depeche Mode cover band. And then it's going to wrap up with a band called Super Diamond, which is a band that does Neil Diamond covers, which actually is very fun. I've seen them. No lie. It's a blast. Uh, but there's some really cool things that might interest you, the ex-listener, Big J. For instance, July 25th. How about this? The Evil Dead movie with Q&A. They will screen the movie Evil Dead from 1981. But then... Bruce Campbell will be there to introduce the film and then answer questions afterwards. Bruce Campbell, former guest of the morning after? Yeah. Former Damn. pop culture SmackDown trivia question just yesterday. That's right. Tickets start at $25, and they range up to $65 for VIP, and for $75, you get to hang out with Bruce Campbell as well. So there's that. Although I don't know how that's going to work with social distancing, to be honest. So curb your expectations. 
Uh, then Brian Regan, uh, a comedian and a very funny one, will be there on August 2nd. And then the Young Dubliners, because St. Paddy's Day was canceled, is coming on August 7th. Tickets start at $10 for that. They're all going to go on sale beginning uh, this Friday at 10 a.m. You can go to cttouringidaho.com or eventbrite.com to get your tickets to these events. And so we have something to look forward Yay! to. Yay! Good There's job. That. There's that. And so you could feel safe as you have some distancing involved in things. You get to see some entertainment. You actually get to get out of the house if you want to do these things. So there are options. That's all we're trying to say. Options. After last week saying that he was 100% certain that there would be a Major League Baseball season, Rob Manford, the commissioner of baseball, said yesterday that it may not happen at all. After a breakdown in talks with the Players Union for the plan of the season became a dispute over player salaries, Manfred told ESPN, I'm not confident. I think there's a real risk, and as long as there's no dialogue, the real risk is going to continue. Major League Baseball also sent a letter to the Players Union asking if it will waive the threat of legal action. After unsuccessful back-and-forth proposals from both sides, it just got ugly. And so now we'll see. Well, uh, I'm not holding my breath, though, Big J, for being honest. It's not... I don't care. I know you don't. But there are still a few baseball fans out there. And some that live here even in the Treasure Valley. But I'm not sure they're going to get to see any of this here. It's just the way it's going to have to be. Or it will be. Big J Seether is going to release a brand new song called Dangerous, quote, within two weeks, according to Sean Morgan. A short preview clip of the song was made available at the end of Morgan's YouTube live chat and acoustic session. It happened on Sunday. Dangerous will be included on Seether's upcoming eighth album, which is completed and due out in the summer. Sean told us a while back that he never really knows what he's going to write until he gets into the studio and actually starts putting pen to paper. I tend to write the lyrics right before I'm actually recording them because there's a vulnerability to them. I think if I don't do it that way, I, I, I overthink it. And if I let my subconscious become the driver of that process, then I think it becomes a lot more meaningful, funnily enough. It's an interesting study in what's going on in my mind. In an earlier YouTube session, uh, Sean did say about the new album that uh, it's done and basically going to be released in August, he thinks. And he also calls it the favorite album they've ever done, by far. The songs are the strongest songs we've ever written, and he's very, very proud of it. Insert token phrase here about forthcoming album. Yeah. It isn't the heaviest. Now, he, did, he didn't say that, but he did say it well, is... Well, there's still a few weeks. His favorite. Give it time. Yes. Uh, see, there's uh, seventh album, Poison the Parish, came out in 2017. But, you know, if we lift back the curtain a little bit, Dangerous is a song that you've already heard, Big J. Your thoughts? Yeah, you're, you too. I know. Uh, I like it a lot. There you go. Where else are you going to find information like that? N- Nick's, Nick's meh. Uh, I'm not meh. I, I just... Uh, I, I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. I thought you were going to sell a little bit harder like you did to me. But you just said, I like it a lot. How did I sell it? Well, you 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 sent me an email. You're like, whoa, dude, check out this. You need to, what do you think? I think it's pretty damn awesome. And I listened to it. I was like, yeah, man, it's good to see their song. But I thought you were going to give it the hard sell on the radio. But apparently not. So I don't remember. Uh, I just said, hey, I thought it was cool that we're getting to hear it. It is cool. So early. Yeah. Morning after. With Nick and Big J, we are going to go to hell here in a couple of seconds. You're going to want to hold on tight for that. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, we are going back to our rightful place where we're going to hell. Back, Florida. back, back, back to Florida. Taylor Lake, Florida, to be specific. And I'm not sure... Like, I mean, I know there are people that collect weird things and have to go into places to get those weird things, but I don't think I've ever heard of anybody 
collecting frisbees. You know? I'm not uh, sure what you would yeah. do with them if you had them. I'm not sure where you would run across them. Listen, there's somebody out there who collects frisbees. Oh, I know. His name is Travis Spitzer. Oh, hey, Travis. He is a Tampa Bay resident that was wandering around Taylor Lake around 5 o'clock in the morning on Friday, June the 12th, looking for frisbees to add to his collection. I'm not sure if that's a hot I, frizzy we got. I, I, what? I, I mean, I didn't know there were so many out there. It's almost like he's out with a metal detector. It he's sounds a like detector. It sounds like it's kind of like a recreational lake where a lot of people go to kind of hang out and you know float or whatever. And so maybe there may be some frisbees left maybe, behind. Maybe there's a, a disc golf course around, <laughs> and there's like that's the disc golf range. There you go. There you go. All of these things could be a possibility. They're not in the story. Here's what I know. It's 5 o'clock in the morning last Friday, and he is wading around in waist-deep water in Taylor Lake looking for frisbees. Maybe he found one, which is why he was in waist-deep water, right? So Sounds like a bad place to be. He reaches for a frisbee, and what does he find, Big J? I'm going to guess a damn alligator! You're absolutely right. An alligator. And that alligator is not happy. That alligator uh, promptly bites Travis Spitzer right in his damn face, Big J. Ah. Chomps. Ah. And uh, according to the injuries he suffered, he had a pretty good hold of him. Travis had to use his left hand to pry himself free and as a result had pretty deep lacerations to his face and his hand. He was transported to a medical care center and he is expected to fully recover. And now Florida Wildlife Control is responding to the gator. According to everybody, however, that is around Taylor Lake, they say, hey, shouldn't be a surprise, man. Guess what's up everywhere? Not to go into the water because there are... Alligators. Yeah. Signs. Don't get in the water, morons. Apparently, it's peak alligator mating season. I did not know this. Oh, no. It runs <laughs> from May to July, depending on the temperatures. And during this uh, period, it's very common to see gators roaming around oh, much more active in areas. And that is why the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission have the signs up all around Taylor Lake. How disappointed was that alligator? Like, he, he was out there putting the moves on. He's like, ah, I finally got one. And then, no, it's it's a human. Just some dude. And now spit I spit that thing out. Now i got to bite somebody's face. This is the way the story has been. But I, the other, I guess, if there's an upside, I can't imagine there's a whole lot of an alligator bit my face survivors out there, you know? Yes, yeah, a small group. Yeah, Travis is part of an elite club that was able to survive an alligator biting his face. Ask the Swamp Thing. <laughs> I will not. Uh, and so <laughs> I don't know if he got the Frisbee. I'm guessing probably not. Priorities probably changed at that point when an alligator latches onto your head. Now I heard he's going to sell his entire collection. Yeah, maybe he has an adversity towards uh, Frisbee's now. he's now. got PTSD because of it. So, be careful. Living in Florida wasn't bad enough. It's mating season for alligators. I'm guessing we're going to have a couple more of these stories before the next month's out. We can only hope. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. Your chance to qualify for the ex's stuck-at-home stimulus is next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Holy crap! Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. 
Oh, yes. It is time to play Gospel or Total Crap. We want to get you to qualify for the EX's Stuck at Home Stimulus. We got a gigantic smart TV. We got a beautiful mini fridge from Marshall Amplifiers. We got a brand new beautiful recliner for you. We've we? got a... Well, we're working on it. The, 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 we were informed that they lost the shipment yesterday. So we're getting a replacement recliner. Same thing. Shipped out expedited style. So come hell or high water, you're going to get a recliner. Uh, it's just not getting here like I wanted to. But, uh, you know what? This isn't about my stress. This is about getting you a bunch of free stuff. To de-stress. Uh, and make sure that your house or your whatever room you want to put this stuff in looks amazing. And in order to do that, you need to play a little game we call Gospel or Total Crap. Big J will read off a statement. That statement could be true. It also could be completely made up. You have to decide. Weigh the pros and cons. Figure out, okay... Is this a uh, gospel statement or is it total crap? If you are correct, you qualify. If you are incorrect, we hang up the phone on you and bid you adieu and wish you good luck and another chance to qualify. So it's kind of pass-fail, you understand? Bid you adieu. Big J, you've read today's fact. I feel like this one could be tricky, but you never know, right? Uh, and I, I think it'll be pretty easy. All right. Big J thinks it's easy. So if you want to play, get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the phone number you need to call. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. How's it going? We're hanging in there, brother. What's your name? Sandy. All right, Sandy, you are up. Good luck. There are actually 13 secret herbs and spices in Colonel Sanders' Kentucky Fried Chicken, but because some people feel that 13 is an unlucky number, they changed it in all their advertising to 11 herbs and spices. Think about it, Sandy. Is that an actual fact, or is that something that we just made up? Gospel or total crap, sir? I'm going to guess crap. All right. That is total crap. That is right. There are only yeah. 11 herbs and spices in that chicken, and that's how they make the magic happen, not 13. Congratulations, brother. You're officially qualified. We're going to do this drawing on Friday. We'll get you all signed up and make sure you're good to go there. And if you win the grand prize, we will be sure to let you know as well. And you got a couple more chances to qualify. Get in on the running today. 1240 with Jason Drew, 540 today oh, with Adam as well to get qualified. What's the old man for? I wish I had some chicken. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, is Kentucky Fried Chicken even open at 7 o'clock in the no. morning? Do they have a breakfast menu? I don't know. Either. Breakfast chicken? Sure. So Chick-fil-A does, right? Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's... Breakfast macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Your God. Or total crap. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I have not made it a secret. One of my big pet peeves, although I do understand the necessity of them for some things. In fact, we are a part of one that is a necessity. Uh, one of the things I despise are group text messages. <laughs> I hate oh, it. man, I'm not a fan of them either. I hate it. I, I find it to be the text equivalent of the reply all button, and usually it, it makes me angry more than anything else. How about this? Group texting with people who like and laugh at messages. <laughs> so you get notifications all the time about that stuff? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's different because it's your family, I'm guessing you're talking about, no, right? talking about our movie one. Oh, oh, yes. That's the one that's actually a necessity. Uh, and so I don't mind it so much because it's not, like, consistent. But that's a problem with text message, group text messages. They're almost always constant. Right. But it doesn't have to be terrible getting out of one. Uh, if you need help, Apple recently put together a guide on how to get out of a text message group. You just have to open up the messages app, select the group message you'd like to leave, hit the info button at the top of the screen. 
and that'll give you the option to hide alerts or leave conversations. Click the ladder to be removed. Man, how good would it feel to leave a conversation? If that option is great, it means somebody in the group text doesn't have iMessage on or isn't running the latest version of iOS. That, in that case, just delete the message or mute notifications by enabling hide alerts. On Android, it's the same thing. You basically got to delete the message or you actually hide alerts or hide notifications, mute notifications on the particular thread, and that will do it, which is what I do to almost all group text messages. That's why you never answer. That is correct. Jeez, what a jerk. It's not a jerk. I, I am very vocal about this. I have no problem. Right, sometimes but I, I, do. I don't like it either, but at least have the common courtesy to answer uh, in a professional manner. I will once I see it, but I ain't going out of my way to check it because I don't need the three notifications that somebody left at a message. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's on the person who want, continues to do that. Correct, but it became, becomes my problem when it's done. You well, see? it's all of our problems. Right. Well, not mine. I don't get the notification. Because you didn't so, get to see the movie list then. I did not. Not yet, no. And so I will be checking it out at <laughs> my earliest convenience. At your leisure. <laughs> That's exactly right. And so there are ways that you can get out of it if you hate it as much as I do. I cannot explain my hatred for it. I mean, again, I do know that in some cases it is very handy and very nice and good to have. Oh, man. The best thing, though, was uh, a couple weeks ago, somebody around here started to reply all to something. And they got shot down. <laughs> By the boss. Said, hey, it's not necessary to reply all to this. Uh, Talking to one person, pretty much. God. Uh, I just wish they would delete that button all together. (laughs) Big J, the Tennis Association said on Monday that they want to hold the U.S. Open in August, but they're waiting for approval from officials in New York where the tournament is held. There would be no fans and strict health rules for the first Grand Slam tournament to be played since the pandemic. The French Open was postponed from May to September. Wimbledon canceled for the first time since World War II. It's unclear, however, how many players would participate with many of tennis's top players expressing reservations. So you have that. You also have Kyle Shanahan agreeing to stick around with the 49ers for a new six-year contract. He signed with the team yesterday. 49ers are replacing the three years remaining on the original six-year deal. They're keeping him under contract until 2025, Big J. Hitch a ride on the Shanahan wagon, my friend. And let's see how it goes. What if he takes you back to the Super Bowl? Are you still going to hate him? Redemption. Um, can he redeem himself or is he beyond redemption? No, I, I, he probably can if he goes against every instinct he has during the Super Bowl. Like everything he does up until that game, switch it up during that game. Like do the opposite. You know, if, if Garoppolo completes that pass, they probably win. It's one pass that was the uh, only Yeah, well, they gave up a whole bunch of, you know, that don't was, even that start. Was, but that was after the, the missed wide-open touchdown pass that would have given them the lead. I'm sure there would be a little bit more. You the same thing about the Atlanta Falcons. All I'm saying is there's one orchestrator there on the offensive side of the ball. All right. His name's Michael Shanahan. No, it's not. It's I Kyle. mean, Kyle Shanahan. Jurassic World Dominion will resume filming on July the 6th in the UK, according to multiple reports. Pre-production was halted in March because of the coronavirus, just four weeks into its 20-week production schedule. When it resumes, safety procedures like temperature checks and extra cleanings will be implemented to the tune of $5 million added to the budget, according to Variety. Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard are set to return to London to go through a two-week quarantine, and then they'll start filming themselves. But it's going on. What is the Dominion of Jurassic World, Big J, I ask you? I don't know. It's got to be better than what the last movie was. I was going to ask if you have lost interest in the franchise because the last one was so bad, but you're going to give it another shot? No, I'll never lose interest in it. All right. Ever? No. Okay. Is it because of Chris Pratt? Uh, No, I just, you know, I mean, 
it's just the whole idea is exciting. I mean, even some of the older movies, it's just hard to look away from them. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed uh, Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park 3 actually is a very good movie, too. Two, I could take or leave. But uh, but yeah, no, the, the last world was not good. But hopefully Dominion is. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yes, indeed. We have actual tickets to give to you for an event. The Wild West Brew Fest is happening in the Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell this Saturday from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. We'll be doing a live broadcast out there from 5 to 7. That'll be me. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. you got to be 21 or older to win this because by uh, you're going to be winning some, some free beer. Yeah, yeah. You just got to make sure you're of age in order to capture this prize and you know your pop culture knowledge. That's the other requirement. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. And you want to have some fun with us on Saturday, let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff. You're up first, man. Jeff, what is the first movie ever to be rated PG-13? Was it Red Dawn? Gremlins or Beverly Hills Cop? Uh, let's go Gremlins. That is incorrect. Sorry, Jeff, but thank you for playing. Good morning, The X. Hello. Hello, here comes Big J with your question. What is the first movie ever to be rated PG-13? Is it Red Dawn, Gremlins, or Beverly Hills Cop? Gremlins. That is incorrect. Another man done in by the lost art of the delay. Hello, The X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Here comes Big J with your question. What is the first movie ever to be rated PG-13? Is it Red Dawn, Gremlins, or Beverly Hills Cop? Uh, Red Dawn. That's right. correct. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see here. Nick? Yeah. Hello? Um, just deciding which one to go here with. What Jeez. was Quentin Tarantino's first feature as writer-director? The very first feature? As writer-director. As the writer and the director. Like, feature length was released kind of a thing. I'll say Reservoir Dogs. That is absolutely correct. Right. Which actor voiced... voiced can't say voiced. Which actor voiced both Darth Vader and The Lion King's Mufasa? James Earl Jones. Right. Boom, correct. Uh, Nick, what is the highest grossing rated R movie of all time? Well, I, hmm. I mean, my I, I got to go with my gut. My gut is Deadpool. That is incorrect. It was overtaken this last year by which movie that we saw? It was overtaken this year. Yeah, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe into twenty nineteen. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we're going into last year. A rated R movie that we saw that uh, I don't know. The I Joker. Don't. The Joker. Right. Ah, crap. I should have known that. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with uh, tickets to the Wild West Brew Fest coming up on Saturday. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with the everything you need to know. But coming up next, we're going to do a little run of headlines. That's on the way on the X-Rock. Everything you need to know. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by the Wild West Brewfest happening this Saturday at Indian Creek Plaza from 5 until 10 p.m. The Brewfest is free and it's open to all ages. Tasty tickets will be available for purchase. There'll be beer and whiskey tastings, live music, mustache contests, all sorts of cool fun. Root beer floats for the kids, too. Indian Creek Plaza is in downtown Caldwell. Join the X broadcast live from 5 to 7 out there as well this Saturday. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Whatever works, bad execution, and phone home. Uh, whatever works. A mom-to-be took her maternity photos at a Chipotle in Florida, Big J. 
Jordan Lee Beal teamed up with photographer Rebecca Pace for the photos. In one photo, she holds a burrito. In another, she leans back on a table while holding a burrito. Yeah. Beal says the chain has been her, quote, saving grace during her pregnancy since she's suffered with a bunch of problems that have caused her severe nausea, making it hard to keep food down. But one thing that she has discovered is that she was craving a lot of Chipotle, and it's been a safe food for her during the pregnancy. So she wanted to celebrate that in her maternity shoot. What do you think about that, Big J? Love it. More power to her, right? Yeah. If it's what she can keep down and keeps the baby happy, knock yourself out. And be sure it may look weird with you holding a burrito outside a Chipotle sign with your pregnant belly. But if it makes you happy and it reflects well on your pregnancy, who are we to judge, Big J? Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the excuse I use when I take pictures in front of Chipotle. With your belly out? Yeah. Pregnant. Bad execution or phone home? Phone home. If extraterrestrial civilizations exist, we may not have to go too far to find them. A new study suggests that there are exactly 36 planets in the Milky Way galaxy. A calculation experts have have dubbed the astrobiological comparison limit. There should be at least a few dozen active civilizations in our galaxy under the assumption that it takes 5 billion years for intelligent life to form on other planets, according to study author Christopher Conscience. Researchers found that there were limits to finding intelligent life, including the average lifespan of a civilization, which, by the way, is about a thousand years, as well as the age of a planet and what the host star is comprised of. If such a civilization were to exist, the closest one would be about 17,000 light years away. Would researchers notice would make the ability to find and communicate with them, quote, very difficult, given our current state of technology. It's also possible that, uh, that we are the only civilization within our galaxy unless the survival times of civilizations like our own are very long, according to the researchers. So you never know, but we may not have to go very far to find life. I mean, 70,000 light years is still very far. Yeah. But it's not like it's in a whole other galaxy or anything, Big J. Like in a galaxy far, far away or something like that. Right. At least we know it's somewhat closer. We'll see. We'll wrap it up with bad execution. They say that the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime, and in this case it was very true. Early Sunday morning... Police were called to a Brandon, Canada home after a woman called to see her husband and just caught a man who had broken into their garage. The investigation revealed that the suspect had broken into the garage earlier that night, stole two bicycles, a laptop, and a bar fridge. Police say then he hid some items nearby while returning others to his apartment. Once at his building, he realized that he had lost his keys somewhere, so he smashed the glass to get inside the front of that building, but ultimately could not get into his apartment. He then returned to the garage that he broke into earlier to find his keys, and that's when the homeowner got him. The 20-year-old man was arrested for breaking and entering, also faces two counts of failure to comply, and other charges. So he's in trouble, Big J, because he lost his keys when he broke into somebody's garage. So you got to make sure you know where your keys are. Maybe that's the time to get the wallet and the chain, right? Yeah. So you don't lose anything attached to it, just in case. Take, thing, take your job seriously. Know what's happening and go from there. But now he'll pay for the mistakes he made. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You're up to date on everything. There's your headlines. This is from Asking Alexandria. That is anti-socialist here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, you're our technology specialist. <laughs> You've got your finger on the pulse of all things technology. Sure. Have you heard of an app called Globe? No. It is having a moment right now. A moment? Yep. It is basically an app that, uh, think of it like, you know, uh, Airbnb, right? Yeah. If you had to explain Airbnb to the layman, what would you say? 
Uh, it's a, it's a, a, a hotel. But, you know, my hotel. Huh? That I'm renting out to you. <laughs> I feel like you've done a terrible job explaining what well, Airbnb is. Well, that's what you get. But uh, Globe is essentially like that, but it's more an app version and it's more for temporary space, if you will. It's the ability to uh, rent quiet local spaces by the hour. And it was invented uh, for people that, you know, have to go between meetings or something like that and just need a place to go to maybe do some work in a quiet place in between stuff, but they don't want to sit in traffic or sit in their car or sit in a coffee shop or whatever. And so Globe has been in use for the last year. And since the pandemic has hit, it has gained 50,000 new users. That's in the last two months. And it was initially created so that people could use it for meetings or uh, space or peace or whatever. But it shifted into a place where people that are sick of being around their <laughs> their family in quarantine or whatever can have a place to go to get a little bit of a break. Uh, Globe relies on people kind of willing to rent out quiet spaces in their homes or their buildings, kind of like Airbnb, but... Unlike the home rental app, the rooms are rented by the hour and then overnight stays are prohibited. You cannot stay there for longer than that. Uh, Globe has also updated its safety policy due to the outbreak, which now requires users to come alone, submit a photo, provide a body temperature, all sorts of stuff to make sure that they are safe in order to get into it. Uh, homeowners also must clean between guests to make sure that they are compliant with all CDC regulations as well. But apparently it has become a huge moneymaker for them because people don't want to be around their family anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. It's sad. What are we doing? You don't want to be around the people that you love? You're tired of it, so you got to rent someplace out for what an hour? What kind of jerks are you? I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. It seems like you've got some serious issues going on there that you probably need to address before you rent out a bedroom in some dude's house for an hour just to get some alone time. Sounds real creepy. It is. I'm guessing that while Globe was intended for business meetings and quiet spaces in between things, anything that's rentable by the hour could be easily corrupted. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so there's that as well. But it's available. It's out there. It's a thing. If you're looking for some space for whatever reason, you now have access to it. You can join one of the over the now total uh, 90,000 users that use this particular app. Wow. So it's a pretty big deal. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are going to do some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X Rock. Point three, the X. And we have tickets to hook you up with to the Wild Wild West. Well, I guess there's only one Wild. Wild West Brewfest. It's happening Saturday at the Indian Creek Plaza in Caldwell. So downtown Caldwell uh, from 5 until se- uh, 10 o'clock. I'll be broadcasting live from 5 until 7. Got to be 21 years or older to win this. Uh, get yourself some uh, a free beer tasting. That sounds like a good time here with these tickets. And, of course, there's a beard mustache contest. All kinds of fun stuff happening down there on Saturday, plus some live music. That'll be uh, nice to see. So you just need to figure out bad impressions here this morning in order to win this. Here's our phone number. It is 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has got three clues. They all revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and you have got a prize coming your way that hopefully makes your weekend a little bit better. Hello, the X. What's up? How you doing, man? You're up first. Good luck to you. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Mr. Arnold. 
Get to the okay. chopper! That is correct. Congratulations. Hang on one second. <laughs> Pretty easy today. Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the news? Uh, Arnold has uh, signed on to invest in a children's media company called Genius Brands. He's already slated to produce and star in the animated series Stan Lee's Superhero Kindergarten, Nick. Yeah. Uh, the show created by Lee as one of his final projects will uh, come out in 2021 on Amazon Prime. Schwarzenegger said that he is honored to help realize Stan's vision of creating a children's cartoon series that not only entertains with superhero adventures, but also imparts valuable lessons about the importance of health, exercise, nutrition, anti-bullying, and diversity. Very nice. Uh, yeah, we talked about that before when he signed on to it. What is Genius Brands, though? Uh, that's the company that is is part of a, it, you know, part of, the, I don't know, part of the production, I guess. Really? I guess it's the production Oh, I thought it was just like a, I thought you said it was like a different children's brand kind of a thing. No, that's who part of the brand. I think that's part of the the company that that Stan Lee was was putting together. I don't know. <laughs> that part wasn't in the story of what Genius Brands is. Look it up for yourself. I'm gonna have to. That is clear. Jesus. Uh, so there's your bad impressions. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up oh, the I show. Look like an anchor man here next to the X Rock. <laughs> That is Tool, that is Sober, and that is wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning, the 16th day of June. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning and spending some time. Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you, Authors Anonymous, on Amazon Prime. He'll be checking out tonight. He'll let you know if the romantic quote-unquote comedy is worth your time. During tomorrow's review segment, we also had a chance to get somebody qualified for that ex-stuck-at-home stimulus set package that we're going to give away on Friday. Gospel of Total Crap will be played two more times today, once with Jason Drew at 1240, the other time with Adam at 540. So a couple more chances for you to get in on that drawing that's going to happen on Friday. Make sure you're a part of it. A reminder, got another Half Price Friday happening this Friday at 9 o'clock at xrock.com. You can grab a half a day of rafting with the Payette River Company for just $31.50, which is a $63 value. Takes you from Loman down to uh, South Fork of the Payette, which is pretty awesome. You can enjoy yourself and have some fun. So check it out this Friday, Half Price Friday, 9 o'clock at xrock.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Pickle Rick! Pickles, Nick. They're the latest craze. And uh, you can now get your pickle Doritos on the shelves. Are they available here? Uh, yep. Uh, allegedly, they are available here in uh, in the United States now. I haven't uh, seen these, but um, yeah, I, I, I like pickles, but I don't know if I like pickle flavored stuff. They those and ketchup flavored chips are huge in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so maybe that is why they're expanding their marketplace a little bit. But yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not interested in the uh, the pickle flavored Doritos. Favorite flavor of Doritos though? Uh, good old nacho cheese. Just the regular old red bag. Yep. Not the spicy nacho. Nope. My favorite is nacho cheese. I wouldn't turn down the spicy or any of them, to be honest with you. <laughs> Except for pickle, maybe. Probably. Yeah. There you go. Like, what is this? Not even worth a shot. A, a Big J taste test. Uh, yeah, I would taste them for sure. Right. I'm not going to turn... I guess I'll never turn a Dorito down. This except is what the, we learned. Except for the poop-flavored Doritos. Well, are those on the shelves, too? Uh, yeah, probably somewhere. I don't think I'm not going to mention the country's name because I don't want to get in trouble. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Jason Drew is up next. You have yourselves a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs>